This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 140, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Dan the Man um, about my trip to Berlin next week, um, where I'm going for a conference with other bloggers and podcast people, podcasters, that's the word I was looking for. I'm going there to try and learn a few things, try and, you know, improve the podcast, stuff like this. So make sure you follow me on social media as well, Facebook, Instagram. If you search Rock and Roll English, you will find me. Although I must warn you that I got my hair cut this morning and I do look like a bit of a mushroom. But never mind, if you see a picture of a mushroom, it's probably me. Anyway, remember all of the vocabulary from today's episode is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. If you want the transcript, the flashcards and the quiz and a podcast every day, go to rockandrollenglish.com family. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. I will talk to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Dan the man. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Always fantastic, Dan. Always fantastic. Um, you may have heard some of the podcasts last week. We had some fresh faces, didn't we? What does it mean, fresh faces? Uh, new people. Exactly. Well, fresh voices. We had the Hellraiser and we even had a secret guest in the Rock and Roll English family. But now we're back to what we know best, Dan the Man. That means you couldn't find anyone else to do the podcast, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. No one else was available, so I had to ask you. But hearing your boring voice, Dan, is just like a comfort blanket. It just makes me feel safe. Oh. So a comfort blanket, in, pe- in case people don't know, one of the blankets that children have that you know helps them sleep. You actually help me sleep sometimes, I suppose, if I listen to the podcast. I don't know where this is going. Let's move on, yeah? <laughs> A question to people. How many times have you fallen asleep listening to rock and roll English? Uh, Because I I think podcasts in general, they generally make me sleep if I'm tired. So I wonder how many people have actually fallen asleep listening to your voice, Dan? That's a good question. Let us know. Let us know, yeah. Anyway, Dan, how do we usually start the show? With a review. Do you think we have a review? Absolutely. Unfortunately not. We do not have a review. I saw one on Instagram in the week. But that wasn't a review. That was a website comment. That's the difference. I think that's a review. It's definitely not a review. It was a website comment. So if you're thinking of leaving a website comment, just go one step further. Leave a review. iTunes would be good, for example. Yeah, well, don't complain. It was a nice comment. (laughs) Not complaining. It was a very nice comment. So thank you very much. Um, But yes, so to people, if you could leave a review, that would be fantastic because it would obviously help more people find us and more people that can fall asleep listening to Dan the Man's voice. Yeah, that's the dream, isn't it? (laughs) That is the dream, Dan. Um, Anyway, so you may or may not know, Dan, at the end of this week, um, I'm going to Berlin for the Language Influencer Summit. Do you consider yourself a language influencer? (laughs) Well, this was actually my next point. There are going to be some of the biggest names in the learning language world, and then there will be me. What what would you do if you get there and I'm actually a speaker at the conference? (laughs) I would choose to attend a different um, 
uh, what, what are they called? A different seminar, I suppose, because you can choose. There are different people speaking at the same time. You can choose before you go. If I saw Dan the Man, I would think I'm definitely not going to that one. Everyone will be falling asleep listening to your voice, Dan. Yeah, well, probably, yeah. Um, the um, This conference thing is Saturday and Sunday. So I booked flights, um, obviously, to arrive on the Friday. I arrived very late on the Friday night because... Obviously, I have to go to work on the Friday. Then I found out that on the Friday, there's like this drinks thing organised. So on the Saturday, everyone will already know each other. And then I'll be there. Trying to make friends. Exactly. Can I be your friend? Oh, already. I don't want to go, Dan. It's going to be terrible. But would you have gone if you had known that? Lovely conditional there, Dan. What conditional was that? Third. Oh, yeah, baby, he has got it. Um, Yeah, I would have gone, but I also would have booked different flights. Um, Notice there, I would have, I would have. Um, So I thought we could talk about like attending live events, Dan, conferences, concerts, sporting events, stuff like that. Okay. Um, Biggest question everyone's thinking is, have you ever been to a conference? I've been to quite a few, actually. Oh, really? I can't imagine you at a conference, Dan. Tell us tell us about one of the conferences you've been to. Well, I went through a period in my life about three years ago where I was going to them quite regularly. Uh, I'd say once every two months. Okay, ab- about what? Oh, anything. It could be politics. Oh, this is the thing. One was about politics. One was about uh, propaganda in the media. One was about um, like business. I actually did one for space propulsion as well, just because I thought I've got fucking nothing else to do. So uh, I booked it up, got outside the door, and I thought, what am I doing? All these scientists are going in here. Like They're going to be talking about you know the intricacies of space travel. So I just didn't bother going in. Um, intricacies, he means like the small details. So you paid money to go to a conference. You went there. Oh, you... no, no, these are free. These are free. Oh this, oh, this makes this makes so much more sense now, Dan. I was thinking, Dan the man, paying this money to go to conferences. Oh, no, they were free. No surprise there. As we know, Dan the man is as tight as a duck's are. So that is a way, in case anyone hasn't listened to the old podcasts, to say someone doesn't like spending money. Bullshit. Actually, even we had a discussion a few weeks ago in the family episodes where you almost got in a fight with a vending machine because you lost a euro. So you're the tight one, not me. So that was different, okay? I was willing to pay. I had no problems paying. The problem was I paid and it didn't give me the product. It's the principle of the matter, Dan. Um, Anyway, so these conferences apparently are a great opportunity to do some networking. So networking means you can speak to people, build relationships, stuff like this. Um, And the whole idea of networking makes me extremely uncomfortable. How about you, Dan? Uh, Well, it depends what you mean. If you're a twat that goes to these conferences with business cards, then yeah, that's... (laughs) uncomfortable you know what i was actually thinking do i need to get business cards for um, this event and you've just said to me if you're one of those twats that go with business cards so twat is a very offensive word by the way it's let's say idiot but a much more offensive way to say it yeah especially if you've missed the friday night drinks and then they're (laughs) gonna go who's this twat Who's this twat that's turned up a day late with his business cards? So turned up, like, um, arrived a day late without business cards. Um, 
Another thing that I thought about networking is people always talk about this elevator pitch, don't they? Mm-hmm. Which is supposed to be the way that you can explain yourself in 30 seconds if you're in a lift. They call it elevator pitch because it was obviously invented in America. Um, but we would actually say lift. I, I mean, though, what is that? 30 seconds to describe yourself. Who actually does that? No, it's not to des- necessarily to des- describe yourself. It's to describe your business idea normally or your business. I mean, it's to stop people talking forever and boring people. If you can, you know, captivate someone within 15, 20 seconds, that's what it means. Um, so to captivate someone, to get their attention immediately. You seem to know a lot about this, Dan. Have you got your elevator pitch ready? Uh, I've, I've got a few pitches, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah? Do you want to share one with us? No, none of them have worked. <laughs> You're talking like such an expert. Yeah, I've got some pitches. Yeah, they're all brilliant. Tell us. No, it doesn't work. Well, no, you you asked me a question, all right? I've answered, you know, what can I do? Generally, that is what happens, Dan. If someone asks a question, like the answering the question is supposed to be a given, supposed to be obvious. Sure, but you've said as if I'm telling you off my own back. You've asked me a question, I've answered. I haven't gone out of my way to tell you. Um, So some real rock and roll vocabulary there. Um, off my own back. So he's basically saying that he would have done it without me asking. If you do something off your own back, you do it without anyone asking. And if you go out of your way to do something, you have to make that extra effort. Um, Speaking of being in a lift, though, someone um, asked me a very good question at work recently. And the question was, if you are in a lift, Dan, okay, you and one other person, you don't know this person, which is what I think already anyway, this elevator pitch, you don't talk to anyone in a lift, you just stay silent. Um, But anyway, you're in the lift with this person, it's silent. What would you prefer to do? A loud fart, remember, (laughs) fart is um, that doesn't smell or a silent fart that stinks. That's the best question you've ever asked me. It's not my question. I can't take the credit for it. It was uh, one of my colleagues at work. I would take the silent fart that stinks because then I could start turning around and like going, what's that smell? (laughs) That's exactly the option I chose. Just try and put the blame on them and just say, look, what are you doing? But if it's the if you do the loud one, you know, there's no there's no getting out of that, is there? Yeah, exactly. Um, So when I said there's no getting out of it, there's no way of escaping from that situation, let's say. Um, So my experience from conferences is that there's always someone there that's over keen. So when you are over keen, it's like you're too excited, you're too interested. How how about you, Dan, in the conferences you went to, have you experienced that? Or were you that person that was really keen? No, of course not. I've been to a few conferences where... um, you know, the people on stage have been too keen, where they're clapping at the start and everything, getting everyone to clap and stand up. I, was, I just wasn't having any of it. I left early on that one, actually. <laughs> have you ever actually been to a full conference? The two conferences you've told us about so far, one, you didn't even go in. You got to the door and then you went home. And then the next one, when they were talking, you went home as well. No, no, I have. I remember one time, actually, I went to a conference and there was this guy next to me about five feet away. I'd arrived, like, early, of course, and he was sneezing and he was like blowing his nose, but dropping the tissue everywhere. He looked a bit goofy. And I, just, I remember thinking to myself, this guy is a fucking, oh God, just stay away from me because he was so ill. And then as I thought that, in my peripheral vision, I saw him come over to me, arms stretched out, 
shook my hand, started wiping his nose, and I was fucking mortified. I couldn't touch my water bottle for four hours until the break before I could wash my hands. So some real rock and roll vocabulary there as well, Dan. When you said he looks a bit goofy, it's like someone that looks like a bit of an idiot, a bit of like a, uh, if that makes any sense to anyone. Um, And in your peripheral vision, so just you can just sort of see in the distance. I like the way, though... um, It's not the distance, it's in the side. On the side, yeah, whatever. The same thing, in the side, in the distance. It's the side. On the side, yeah. Um, I like the way, though, you were thinking, oh, this person's disgusting, I hate him, but you still shook his hand. Of course, I'm not going to be rude, but I was just disgusted for the rest of the next four hours. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to be rude, just talk about it on the podcast. That's what I always do. <laughs> yeah. Just do whatever you have to do in public and then talk about it on the podcast and say how much you hated it. Hey, um, so going back, how many conferences have you been to? Quite a few, Dan. Quite a few. I don't know. I've I've lost count how many. And have you been the excited person? You know, the one who's sort of talking to all the... You know, showing off. Um, so showing off is like when you try and Impress show people. people how wonderful you are. Um, I've never been the overly keen person, no. And the most annoying thing is that overly keen person seems to always befriend me. So when you befriend someone, it's when you become friends with them. Mainly because like you, Dan, I don't want to be rude. So I don't want to tell him to fuck off. And then I think that he then thinks that we're friends and then I have to spend the whole day talking to this over-keen person, which is a bloody nightmare. But the only thing to do, Dan, is talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Don't mention their name, though. And don't (laughs) give your name when they ask you what your name is because they can't look you up. Exactly. So look someone up to do some research there to find you. Um, One of the other things it says about conferences is that you should invest in yourself. Um, Dan the man obviously goes to conferences where he doesn't have to pay, so this doesn't really work for you, Dan. Yeah, but I I take courses. I'm taking one on speed reading at the moment, actually. I was going to give you it for free, actually, but after this conversation, I think I won't. Uh, Did you pay for that one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Blimey. Um, because apparently if you pay for things, which is actually true, you take it much more seriously. For example, anytime I've done a free course on the internet, I've never finished it. Um, but if I pay for it, I think even if this course is shit, I'm finishing it. Okay. Did you carry on with that course that you paid $100 for and then they asked you for another 300 at the end of it? Um, yeah, I did um, for that, but I managed to get out of the extra 300 So again, I managed to get out of it. I managed to escape from it. Um, it's the same with books. Um, I will always finish a book if I've paid for it. I mean, I'm saying if I've paid for it, it makes it sound like I steal books. I definitely do not steal books. Well, I will never lend you a book ever, ever again. I lent you one book in my life and it came back after it had been... I think you dropped it in the sea, didn't you? I read be- uh, I read books at the beach, Dan. Okay, yeah. it's possible. Yeah, the worst thing about that was I got it back and I said, what the fuck has happened here? And you said, oh, I was on the beach, the sea came in, you know, essentially ruined it. I took the book back and then you went, can I borrow that book? That was another <laughs> book I had. And I went, absolutely not. <laughs> That's the I'm rock and roll when I read books, Dan, okay? Yeah, I'm like, you know, snorting cocaine from it, stuff like this. That's me, Dan, okay? That's how I live my life. Yeah. What, on the Mother Teresa autobiography, yeah? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. That was a great read. <laughs> um, so apparently another great thing about conferences is that even the breaks are great. 
I immediately thought, is that the reason to go to a conference to think, I can't wait for that break. That's going to be amazing. Well, if the food's free, then yeah, then that is great. <laughs> exactly. The thing is with the food, though, if it's free, you have to get there early. Because if you get there late, you just get all the shit stuff, don't you? Yeah, and everyone's been fingering the food for like you know the past hour. Your mate that's been sneezing on his hand, he's been touching it. So get there early. When it's free, get there early. Yeah, I've got no patience. For anyone who goes out ill, you know, have some respect. Have some self-respect and respect for others. Stay at home. What's the matter with you? Want to go out? Just stay at home, you bastard. Um, speaking of breaks, though, and live events, one of the best breaks that I remember was when I went to the opera. Um, those breaks were fucking amazing. I couldn't wait because the fucking opera was so boring i remember as well after 45 minutes so this is with my ex-girlfriend i said to her oh, that was good the opera that's fantastic she said this is just the first break <laughs> i said how many breaks are there she was like oh f- like four fucking went on for like five hours it was a nightmare did you ever go back no i didn't go back it was fucking absolutely terrible do you remember the breaks when we were about six, seventeen, eighteen, when we were going to those italian courses um yes i do remember um dan the man and i started an italian course when we were 16 and it was an adult course but we were obviously still very young and when there was a break we used to go into the toilet and have a fight (laughs) and then someone would walk in halfway through so just imagine this you do like one hour of the course then you have a break and then you have the two 16 year olds coming back in all red in the face and with like hair all over the place. <laughs> Haven't done any of the work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we lasted about three or four weeks in that course. No, it was longer than that, wasn't it? Uh, it couldn't have been much longer. I would say two months max. Yeah. I think they were glad to see the back of us. Yeah, absolutely. Some real rock and roll vocabulary there as well. When you're glad to see the back of someone, you're happy that they go away and they never come back. Um Another thing, though, at conferences, it says is have fun. The most important thing. Um, when was the last time you had fun, Dan? Oh, I can't even remember. Oh, I went to a, I went to a, uh, my friend Stag thing. Oh yeah, blimey! So Stag, remember that's the party um, that you have before you get married, the men's one. But I can't ask you about that, Dan, because you're going to be telling us about that in the family episode tomorrow. Am I? All right. Yeah, uh, yeah, you are, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, having fun, though, as you said, the best way to have fun is when it's free. The best thing is if work are paying. I remember going to some like Christmas parties um, when I worked in a bank, and, oh, yeah, they were fun. Yeah. Were um, your managers embarrassed of you? <laughs> uh, I don't know, really. Every My managers were probably more drunk than I was. I remember at one point, though, I had three drinks on the go. So when you have... Um, drinks on the go it means basically you have them just because they were because they were free i wasn't planning on drinking them i just thought fuck it they're free i'll have i'll have three of them so it's kind of the opposite to you know when you pay you said earlier when you pay for something it has more value but not when it's alcohol yeah (laughs) but i wasn't paying for it work were paying for it that's the thing exactly so you valued it more no i valued it less because i had three yeah you're right i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) come on dan come on Use that brain of yours, Dan. Um, So the other one is music, Um, like concerts. They're obviously great. I was thinking, Dan, we've never been to a concert together. And then I was thinking, why? And then I realised it's because Dan 
liked absolutely shit music when we were young. He was the one that was like wearing like skateboarding clothes. That's that's not true at all. I didn't wear skateboarding clothes. I, I like good music. Yeah. Yeah, is that true? Is that true? Yeah. Um so one of the main reasons apparently to go to concerts is that um it can give you some spiritual reflection, okay? So when you hear the music, you're in the crowd, um, is that something you feel, Dan? You're a very spiritual person with your yoga and your, you know, unicorns on your bedroom wall. <laughs> Am I a spiritual person? Um, no. Normally, when I'm at a concert, I just feel the piss that's been thrown over and landing on my face. <laughs> that is exactly what I thought, actually. When they were talking about this spiritual reflection, I was thinking, well, the stuff you see at concerts of people literally throwing piss yeah. Is that very spiritual? I don't know yeah. if that's... Not mm. when it lands in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know if piss is spiritual anyway, but especially if it lands in your mouth, then it's definitely not It's definitely not spiritual then, is it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, anyway, Dan, thanks for your time about all of these live events. You've really inspired me to go to live events and for this conference you've given me some good tips i'll make sure i actually go though and not walk away before i yeah. get there yeah that's the that's a good idea yeah well i hope to see you there as well dan talking yeah you will yeah i might <laughs> ignore you <laughs> that will be nice um okay well thanks a lot dan see you soon all right speak to you later bye-bye Okay, so that was Dan the Man and me speaking about live events. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. We had the term fresh faces when I said we had some fresh faces last week. Fresh faces, new people, because there was the Hellraiser and then we also had another fresh face in the family area. We also had the term comfort blanket. That's the thing that babies use that helps them sleep. You know, every baby has one particular comfort blanket, don't they, that helps them sleep. We can use this in a metaphorical sense as well. My watch, for example, is a bit of a comfort blanket. Without it, I'd... I just worry. I don't know what to do. Um, Dan the man said he was going to a conference um, about space travel and they would all be talking about the intricacies of space travel. So the intricacies, the very small details, which obviously Dan the man knows absolutely nothing about. Neither do I. But I'm not going to a conference about space travel. Anyway, I also said Dan the man is tight as a duck's ass. We had that many times in the past. Someone that is very tight doesn't like spending money. The as a duck's ass obviously makes it a bit stronger, a little bit more vulgar, but also more colourful. And we love colour, don't we? Um, Dan the man also used the word twat when he said if you're twat that goes to these conferences. So that's a very offensive word, actually. Let's say idiot, just a very strong way to say it. So only say that to someone who is a twat and who you really don't like. We also had the word captivate um, when Dan the man said the elevator pitch thing is whether you can captivate someone in 15 to 30 seconds. So when you captivate someone, it's when you grab their interest, you take their interest immediately. Then when he was telling us about another conference that he didn't actually go to, he said, I didn't tell you that off my own back. So when you tell someone something off your own back, it's when you do it without being asked about it. We were then talking about the farting situation. Is it better if they hear the fart or if they don't hear the fart and it smells? And we both agreed the best one is the silent one, because if it makes a noise, like there's no getting out of that. There's no escaping that. We were then talking about people at conferences and people that are over keen. When people are over keen, they're too interested. And they're saying, yeah, man, let's do this. Let's do this. 
And I'm always saying, let's just calm down. Okay, let's just calm down. We had the word goofy as well, which isn't so common, but it's quite a fun, nice word, actually. And again, the best way to describe a goofy person is just someone that's a bit like, oh, uh, I hope that makes sense. Just, you know, you look at someone and they're just a bit like, hi, mm, yeah, that's a goofy person. Um, a really nice piece of vocabulary we had, actually, was the word befriend. When I said the overly keen person always befriends me. So when you befriend someone, it's when you become friends with them. We were then talking about the Italian course that we did when we were like 17. And then we left after about a month. And Dan the man said they were glad to see the back of us. So when you're glad to see the back of someone, it's you're happy when they go away. And that is exactly what I am doing now. So hopefully you will be glad to see the back of me until Thursday. And then I'll talk to you again then. Remember, though, all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. And remember, if you want a podcast every day, the transcript to this episode and a transcript to all the episodes, and you want the flashcards and you want the quiz and you want to do other great stuff, you need to be part of the Rock and Roll English family, rockandrollenglish.com slash family, baby. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I will see you all again on Thursday for the expert secrets. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.